Hey guys, it's your GM Griff again. Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. I'm going to keep this short and sweet so you can get right into the action, but I wanted to let the listeners know that if you're listening to this episode, episode 18, part two, and you haven't listened to episode 18, part one, do yourself a favor and go back and at least listen to that. We enter onto this episode without any of our usual banter. We get right into the action, so make sure you've listened to that before you listen to this. But without further ado, welcome to episode 18, part two, Prison Broken. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Nineteen and a twelve. Oh! You did not hit me! Step the fuck back! Matumbe is still up, bloodied and bruised and beaten and chilled. He stands in this room in the face of the skeleton. I'm sweaty. And it's his turn. All right. So taking an action makes me crumple to the floor, right? At zero. You finish your action and you lose a hit point. (laughs) All right. Matumbe bends down, grabs the rope, and he looks up. He sees... He sees Eclipse staring back at him from about 30 feet away. He looks to the heavens and he says, It is in your hands now, my lady. And ties it around his belt and falls over. Negative one hit points. He will die if he gets hit. Oh, fuck. Lyra. So she... At this point, I think would still believe that everyone's coming out behind, so she would wait at the bottom of the stairs okay, for people to come out uh, and be ready if somebody appears that, like, if Ikmer comes out and is looking pretty gnarly, she'd be ready to, like, stabilize someone. So she'd ready in action to stabilize. Okay. She readies, and the room grows cold once again. Matumbe. Yep. You take... Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. One point of cold damage and one point of strength damage. It's cool. My character doesn't use strength for anything. The skeletons. Four, five, and five. All crumple to the ground. Oh my god. Matumbe is bleeding out on the ground at negative two. My, my con is a 14. The haunt has triggered. So 12 rounds. <laughs> Jesus fuck, it's Eclipse's turn. Eclipse has uh, 80 feet of movement. And she's just going to string these two boys along. Um, and she just says, yep, <laughs> you're in my hands now. And she clocks together the two halves of the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 not, that's not what he meant. <laughs> and she runs right out. That wasn't for you. She runs out. Yeah. And the two drag behind her, make sure they're all the way out. It's 80 feet. 
So can you, yeah, and then they're 20 feet behind me. Yeah, it should be fine. I'm 25, if that matters, but it looks like we'll clear the the. Yeah, it looks like you can clear it. And you just see, Lyra, you readied your action to see if anybody was in trouble when you came through. You see Matumbe, claw marks on his body. His lips are purple, like he's been in a freezer. He's bleeding out. You can see his eyes are open, but they're rolled backwards. What do you do? So, first thing, she's going to bend down. I'm assuming uh, she'll walk up to him, bend down, and her hands will glow slightly as she reaches down to touch him to cast Stabilize. And then... That's nice. We still have uh, five more siphons, or uh, filters. Yep. Before we use anything that is consumable, how far away are we from town? You guys took an hour to get to Harrowstone from town. Gotcha. We're stable if you want to drag us back. I was just wondering, I have like like I have the steed for fifteen. Yeah, the more steed minutes, isn't gonna last you all the way back to town. Right, so right. I was wondering how quickly I could get back to town. Yeah. Either way, we might want to just get outside of the prison walls real quick. Sure so you might want to get them bad. up and okay. functioning. Yeah. Because Lyra's all out of the cure light wounds, so we would have to be like force feeding potions. Yep. So at roll that. the heal. Shove potions down my throat. I'll shove one down. Also, we're back outside, so it's raining again. Who did you heal? True. Uh, so I was stabilizing Matumbe, so I'm guessing I would still yeah, be yeah. doing Matumbe. So that's Seven eight points. Eight. Oh, you are a literal angel. As Matumbe is lying on the floor, and Lyra is stabilizing him and attempting to heal him. Matumbe's eyes open, and he sees, leaning over him, a f- familiar face. It's the cleric of Phrasma that once tried to save his daughter in the jungle. And she says, Matumbe, are you with me? Are you all right, Matumbe? Matumbe, come back. And then his vision blurs and he sees Lyra and she says, Come back. I, I, I am with, I, I'm with you. I, I, Lyra? Oh, oh dear. Oh, thank you. Thank you for saving me. I, I thought you were someone else. We, we almost lost you. We were so worried. I, I'm glad you're okay now. I did I did not see the end of my journey, but I feared that maybe it was my time to see Phrasma. I am glad I'm still here, and I believe I have the both of you, Lyra and Eclipse, to thank. I'm not sure it's a debt that can ever be repaid, but you know how I feel about balance. So you guys had... A pretty harrowing experience in Harrow Stone in your first foray into it. Badoom. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what are your characters thinking right now? Like, two of you almost died. Actually, honestly, almost all of you died in there. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, 
Ikmer went unconscious. Matumbe went unconscious. And into the negative. And into the negative. Ikmer was also in the negative. Eclipse Lyra, had like six HP, right? Yes. Correct. Lyra was unconscious and blind. Yep. And down to rounds. one hit point. I we did not know that. Yep, she was down she's not anymore, but she was down to one hit point. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, if if Ikmer, you know, gets up from this. He he would feel bad for using a for like after I'm sure you guys tell him what what happened because he didn't know anything about like the cold in the in the like audience uh, sentencing room. He he was not awake for that. He wasn't awake for the skeletons. I, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a great point. Like you you went down clutching Matumbe, and that's the last thing you remember. And then now the two of us are laying in the mud with the rain pouring all over us outside with Lyra and Eclipse over us. Ridiculous. Uh, Ikmer would, you know, I think he would feel bad for using up a health or a, a siphon not the siphon uh, the, uh, the filter yeah filter, filter. excuse me the filter of cure light wounds exactly and i think that should say something to you guys as players what ikmer's mentality is and He's the sacrificial lamb is what it kind of seems like. He's willing to be that. Absolutely. And he thinks that it, and it is a good role for him. And he knows that. And he wants to play his role as well as possible. And because he let somebody else, Mutumbe, get taken down in this process, he feels just broken because of it. So what does he say? Uh, uh, Matumbe, I, I can't believe that I, I, I couldn't do any more than, 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 than this. Ikma, you are strong, both in body and in will. There's no one I'd rather fight at my side with, and what you did today is not something to be ashamed or embarrassed of. All of us were in a difficult situation, but I I believe in us. I believe in you, Ikmer. There's a story to be told from you, and I do not think the Lady of Graves would put it put us together if it ended here. Uh, uh, I, I can't believe that that it was Eclipse that dragged me out. Eclipse dragged both of us out, Ikma. We we both owe her a great debt. I I absolutely owe my life to her. And I, I think it's only right that we we try to stay strong for for her 
You, you are oh wise. What does Eclipse think of this? I think Eclipse has actually been kind of off to the side a little because she knows that the the pony's not going to last much longer, realistically. Yeah. So after she forced a potion down Ick's throat and kind of let him come to life and be aware of his, her, his surroundings, she would have been a little bit off to the side, um, kind of petting this pony, almost as if it was real. And Ooh, she- that's creepy. Right, <laughs> right. But, but distant. <laughs> she goes, you, you are so powerful, and, and you are much, much more in control than you ever thought. And she's saying this, like, to the pony, but in reality, I mean, like, she very much knows this is a creation of her own mind. She is basically, like, telling herself, you are powerful, you are in control, you have this. Like, she feels a lot more empowered by this. I don't know if it's the best thing, but she feels very empowered by the fact that she just healed from, like, your face coming out of a a door and she sa- went back in and saved people and she was the first one to be able to get out to like the safest area and then she dragged both of her com- comrades out and also like you know had was prepared for when Mochumbe was going to get attacked she's feeling pretty good about herself and also in health would it be would it be wrong to say <laughs> that she's finally starting to feel in her element with these spirits Oh, yeah, no, she feels very powerful, very in control, and, like, she feels almost ready to take on the world. Granted, she needs rest because she has no spells left, but um, (laughs) (laughs) she does otherwise feel like this is a good thing. Lyra, you're sitting out here, and, and you've just, you know, basically brought your friends from the brink of death, and I think... I think Lyra would would take a seat on like the front steps of Harrowstone and she kind of watched as Mutumbe and Ikmer have this conversation as Eclipse is kind of off to the side, like petting this mind steed or whatever it is. And she would start to hear <laughs> You're stronger than I gave you credit for. You can really play the game, can't you, Lyra? I'm so excited to see where your story leads. Lyra, make me a perception check. Fifteen? With a fifteen, Lyra sees a dark shape. And everyone else is a little preoccupied. She sees a dark shape shoot past the party and it just flies by and I think in a brief instant Lyra locks eyes with the numerous eyes of the Nithalgu and it stares into her soul and then it's gone Lyra is just going to have her hands kind of covering her head and she's going to collapse down on herself and just say my poor unfortunate soul <laughs> <laughs> and and she's just going to sit on the step in the rain 
Just let it rain down. Yep. Can we have a, just a quick like nerd check on Nathalgu and I guess what that means to Lyra, like I uh, in in her mind. So what does the Nithelgu mean to you? So this was the creature that we uh, first encountered in Entrellis's hut. The thing that burst out of his yeah. head. Uh, and is it much larger than it was when we first Yeah, oh, that's it? a great question, yeah. Yeah, so you remember it being tiny size before maybe the size of a head. This time... It was big enough to be treated as a small creature. It has grown. So uh, she probably would notice that and realize that this thing is getting stronger. Lyra felt she was also getting stronger, but nearly everybody died. So she's her spirit has been crushed by that realization that we tried our best and it was hardly good enough to escape with our lives. And that sort of burden is weighing down on her that we're going to have to come back and face all this again and hope we can do better the next time. Yeah, it's it's humbling. I mean, you got you to gotta think about each one of us, specifically our backgrounds and stuff. M- Matumbe spent a very long time as an Inquisitor in the jungles of the Mwangi Expanse, where just some of the most evil, depraved shit goes down. Cannibalism, shamanism, cults, craziness, stuff that he fought and stuff that, you know, maybe he hasn't revealed to the party yet that he's been involved with. And him and these three other people that seem to be of comparable power to him went into this haunted prison and maybe made it 30 40 minutes before we got beat so bad we had to retreat it's humbling it really is it's a nasty prison i will say that true that so i think you guys take some time and you collect yourselves out front of the prison and you're in the mud and you're in the rain and you're just letting it rain on you. And I think most of you are thanking the gods that you're alive. You're looking up at the sky. It's terrible weather out, and you're out of this prison, and you're happy to be rained on. You almost cry tears of joy because you can feel the rain, because you're not buried so deep that you can't. And I think you all take that mindset with you as you travel back to Raven Grow. And when you get there, it's early evening. What are you doing? Where are you going? Eclipse would like to head to a magic shop, actually. So you remember the shop that that Kendra had mentioned to you that that sells scrolls, likely other magic items. You've passed it a couple times, so you know where to go. Yeah, she would like to go there and buy a couple things. Okay. Before she heads out to bed, because everyone else might be hurting a lot more, 
But Eclipse is currently, I mean, she's two away from health. She might not have a lot of her skills and abilities right now, but she's feeling good enough to go buy a couple things right now. Yeah, and I think, you know, you all feel a relative sense of ease when you get to Raven Grow. You've kind of, you've been living in this, in this horrible feeling. I'll say you've been living in like a thundercloud while you're in Harrowstone. And the further away from it you get, even though it's raining, you almost feel the sunshine on your face as you get into town. The distance has done wonders for your morale. You feel rejuvenated even though you're battered. You feel better even though you're worse. And you all get to town and you feel like we can we can accomplish something today like today like yeah like it's early evening right it's early evening shops are still open you can still do stuff if and you want to do it so as ikmer lyra eclipse and matumbe are walking or uh, traveling back to Ravengrow, Ikmer would uh, address Lyra and say, uh, Lyra, uh, I, I don't mean to, to, to be rude, and I, I, I really don't want you to, to, to hurt me, and I'm very thankful, but, uh, I, I want you to trust me in that I I can I can protect us and you you are the only things that I have besides my mother so I I I want you to know that you don't need to put yourself in danger for us Thank you, Ikmer. I'll keep that in mind in future battles. I I just wanted everyone to make it out alive, but I'll take my own safety into consideration next time. You, you know, that's actually really quite strong of you to, to say that. Uh, I, I didn't really think about that before, but... Lyra, I'll, I'll protect you next time. Thank you, Ikmer. So you guys make it into town. Is Eclipse the only one going to the magic shop? Lyra would also like to go to the magic shop as well. Okay. Do you guys have a amount of party gold or things that you're willing to part with? We have a few arrows from... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't know if we want to get rid of those. Dude, Brooks, if if Ikmer wants to go back to Kendra's, Matumbe will go with them just because I have no money to spend and I am torn to shit. Like I need to rest. Well, and I and I can't imagine like me in my regular life getting the shit beat out of me and and like in real life and then being like I'm going to go shopping now. <laughs> I'd probably <laughs> go, go home. Yeah. No, um, it's actually kind of great that you bring that up because 
Ikmer is going to use the cup that he got from the bartender. Oh, from Zokar? From Zokar. Zokar. And use it as the uh, as cover fee for the bar and as I, I think this is the time when Ikmer dips into having a very strong drink at the bar and would sit there in not necessarily silence but keep to himself and just have a drink. So I think Ikmer rolls into the bar. Is he does he tell Matumbe that he's going? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I mean they eventually like there's like left to go to Kendra's right goes to the bar and they head to the bar. And he Ikmer says uh, Matumbe, I'm not gonna lie. I I think the only place that I think that I'd like to go right now is is where Zokar uh, was was very nice, and so I I am going to the bar. Ikme. I need rest, but if you would like a friend, I will come with you. If you do not like, if you do not wish to speak, we do not need to speak. But if you want someone with you, that person can be me. I, I, I really appreciate that, Matumbe, and and, and thank you. Do you really want to come with me? That's very nice of you, but uh, Zokar was very nice to me, and so I I can make it to Kendra's if you you want. Ikma, I will accompany you. And so the two of you head to the bar. Uh, Ik, um, just make sure you get home and and can wake up early enough. I've got some stuff I think I want to show you tomorrow. Uh, In the morning. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, so just just make sure you make it home kind of early. I'll make sure he's home. Matumbe doesn't drink. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ikmer's doing his best to actually get hammered. So, As the... Even though, like, even though he is, like, just barely an adult, he's going to do his best to get hammered. Sure. It runs in the family. So the girls head off to the magic shop, correct? Yes. And I think we'll resolve that first. So you get there and um, you're greeted by kind of a wispy woman. She introduces herself as the proprietor of the shop. Oh, hello. Uh, are, are you looking for anything in particular? I would really like a wand of Cure Light Wounds. Ah, you, you came with a specific thing in mind. Well, what what do you have to spend? I have these really old weapons. Oh, God. 
I also have a few scrolls to trade and a little bit of gold. Ah, uh, well, let's let's see what you've got. My name is Alondra Garovan, by the way. Nice to meet you. My name is Lyra. I'm surprised. I, I've heard of you in town, but I haven't seen your faces yet, except for in town hall. We're doing a lot of great things for this town, but we could use a little bit of help. Well, let me see what I can do. Wait. I'm happy to help people that are happy to help us. Wait, how much how much health does Lyra have? She has six hit points out of nineteen. So she's so, probably actively she's bleeding. Looking a little rough. So, yeah, so she walked in his magic Black shop. Black eyes. Like, she just got beat up. <laughs> what happened to you? Completely drenched in <laughs> nope, water yeah. too. Nope, magic shop uh, uh, owner doesn't pays no mind. No big deal. Just a cutscene type of so. deal. <laughs> uh, as you can see, we probably need a wand of some sort of healing. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I well. Let me check the back a moment. And she kind of shuffles back. She comes back. She says, well, I, I have I have two wands of Cure Light Wounds. One is uh, brand new, fully charged. The other um, has seen a decent bit of use. Um, I estimate it's about half its useful life. Um, well, we're working on somewhat limited funds. So, we could probably just use the uh, used one. Well, you look to be in bad shape. And I hate to see that, especially because I know that you're doing work to help this town. So, um, I'll knock 200 gold off of either wand. The used one run you about 150 gold. The New mint condition one will run you roughly 550. Again, uh, used one is probably where we're at. Okay, well, <laughs> let's see what you have to trade. So, you guys have, if I remember correctly, about 50 gold between the party, I assume. When you guys were going to go shopping, you probably took that from the boys. Um, or oh, yeah. Left Ikmer, them with a couple silvers to go drink Ikmer on. Ikmer would give up. Ikmer would give up everything that he had because of the adamantine uh, mug. Oh, yeah, mug. So he he's uh, remembering that he can, I guess, uh, drink for drink drink for free. Yep. Which is, uh, and he he's. Maybe slightly reluctant to give up his his slight bit of a gold share per like per the party at first because he would want to uh, give it to his mother or like have something to take to his mother, but he goes fuck mom I'm getting drunk. <laughs> he is more like he has a life debt to yeah. to the girls and so. He, he would give, give the all gold of it away. Yeah. Yes. And I assume Matumbe does the same. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. So, I know you guys have a couple scrolls you might be willing to sell. I know you, you know, we're saving some of them so that Matumbe can add them to his book, but um, was it a hide from undead and a detect undead that you guys were willing to sell? 
We had a total of two detect undead and two hide from undead. Majumbe wanted us to save one. uh, One of the, whichever one was the first level one, I can't remember. Um, and then there was also a, a lesser restoration scroll that I need to save, which I think Matumbe just kept that. Yeah, one. it wouldn't. Have right. Been back so if you sell one of each scroll, you should be. We, no, we would we would sell two of the one, and then and then one of the other. Hide from undead is the one that I have. So okay. Yeah. What I'm telling you is, you need 150 gold. You have 50 for the lesser right wand. So one of those first level ones is going to sell for like 75 gold to her. So you need to sell two. Right. So we would sell the two, uh, what, hide from undead? Yep. Okay. She sell two hide from undead and she's willing to make the deal. Okay. So you- she gives you a wand of cure light wounds with 25 charges. Can you guys imagine if we didn't save that church? She probably wouldn't be very happy with us. Oh, we'd be in trouble. Oh, yeah, you guys are getting all kinds of bonuses here because you've done good. If you did not do good, it'd be a different story. So the girls do their shopping and they likely head home or meet the boys at the bar, which is it? Lyra would want to uh, go straight back and just sit in her room and flip through those hair cards and try to understand and to like improve her vision. Okay. Make me another perception check. 13. With a 13, as Lyra is sitting in bed and flipping through the cards, she sees a card that she didn't recognize the last time she flipped through the deck, and she thinks she's relatively familiar with the cards in the Harrow deck. But she sees this card and it's the Prince of Wolves. And it's not in a standard Harrow deck. She knows this to be true. And it's a man his back against the full moon on a hill. And below him howling wolves flank either side of the path up the hill. And she sees this card and she thinks, hmm, why would I have this in the deck? And that's what Lyra knows as she goes to bed. The boys are at the bar, and I think Zokar is happy to see you. Ha, Igbert! How are you doing? I haven't seen you in several days. Uh, I... I... I really, really appreciate your, your, your hospitality here. Sit, sit. What do you need? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, then Ikmer would sit down, uh, be comfortable, uh, like slouch at the bar and say, uh, I, I have to be honest, I, I've had a had a bit of a long day. I'm gonna I'm going to have to to use Don't even think twice about the Digmar. I know you drink here for free. I gave you that thing. Uh, what do you like? You know, I could use the 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 strongest thing possible. And he um 
he thinks for a moment and he pulls this bottle down. It's a little dusty. He pours himself a shot and he pours you a double into your uh, tankard. And he says, The finest fire whiskey I have. You drink this. You will not be sitting upright for long. Ukmer downs it immediately. It's, and Zokar okay. drinks it as well. It's okay, Zokar. I will be taking Ikmer home tonight. I figure, Notumbe. I know you don't, uh, don't partake. It's fine. If you could get me a glass of water. And he gets you, like, water. It's garnished with a lime. He's got the, you know, he's, he's like, if you want hot tea, I have it. Just let me know. Here's your water, you know. And Matumbe slides across a few silver pieces, like more than you would expect um, for just a glass of water. And he says, and you let me keep the glass? Of course, of course. You do well by me. And um, and so I think the night progresses and Ikmer drinks and Matumbe and him sit in relative silence. I think I think that's you know that's exactly right. Is way the way that uh, that Ikmer would like it is it almost progressing in like a montage type of like fast motion situation where Ikmer is just like drink after drink like in fast motion and Matumbe paging paging through his book uh reading page after page being and the meticulous. bars moving around them at a crazy pace people are partying <laughs> yeah people are partying but it's and just like the two of still. us sitting at the bar next to each other drink after drink after drink from ikmer page after page after page from Matumbe, like right next to each other while everything moves around them exactly so at this point it's probably pretty late or it's probably bar closed yeah i think you guys you know matumbe kind of braces himself picks ikmer up and they head home um they make it home not super late but late enough that the girls have already been asleep yeah and eclipse dreams she's fallen asleep and she has another dream and she's outside and she's on the street and she recognizes this man holding an axe the moon to his back and she hears (laughs) oh it's oh I knew I'd see you again it's so good to see you, E. Oh, I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> Come closer. Come here. And she is frozen in the moment. And he says, Oh, you're going to play tricks on me. You're going to play hard to get, aren't you? <laughs> I'll come get you then. And he moves towards Eclipse. And he brings up his axe and he brings it down in the center of her chest. And Eclipse wakes up covered in sweat. She looks down at her chest 
and she sees a bright red mark from her collarbone to her belly button. And then you all wake up as you hear a knock on the door. And I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, oh, I knew it. 